Well, well, well. <clears throat> well, well, well. Today, folks, we are talking about scrupulosity. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, 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 boom. I think we should get more singing on the show. Oh, no. Yeah, try it. No, I sing at mass on Sundays. You know, my part. Yeah, you're so good. No, because you make fun of me. <laughs> Riley but and this I is love exactly this is exactly how it's written like in the missile. This then these are the notes. God forever and ever. <laughs> no, that's not me. It's spot But this on. is how the, through him and with him and in him. Ooh. That's how it goes. You're good. You're no, good. this is but there are different like Archbishop and like Father Brian, they, they use like different, like the simple one. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's the one at the end, which I always do. And well, it's because they don't have me. as good as a voice as you. This is how it's, how it should be done. Uh -huh. It's in the missile. What? So I do my best. I'm not the musician or a singer, whatever you want to call it. So I think it's great when you do it. I, I think just it do my best. Great. Like, you know, when I was studying for a priesthood, no one, I mean, I kind of, I knew like as a priest, you will be singing sometimes, but like there are guys in the seminary who are like, I'm terrible, like at mm -hmm. singing. But I remember when I was still in Poland, we got a really great teacher, a, a Catholic priest. He's a professor of like some kind of specific music. Wow. So he was a missionary who went to Bolivia. He went to the jungle to find the like, native like tribes and he taught them gregorian chant whoa that's actually really and cool. they put like huge concert and i was like wow so he came and he taught us <clears throat> i was like um, so you know second second year seminary and and he said like oh he like taught your class yeah whoa so he was like that's actually he so was like special. really well he really well professor and so he's like so he was like the whole year i split it into like two parts so like i spent six months in bolivia like still studying this stuff in ancient like in like middle age if then not ancient middle age like mm -hmm. script i mean like documents like he's restoring the notes and whatever anyway and he's teaching like people to like how to play different instruments how to sing Oh my gosh. and then the, the next six months he's between london because he's a professor like a music academy in london and then poland just being you know teaching at different universities and then he found some time like once a week he would come to our seminary to teach us music he like and i remember he told us like gentlemen everyone can sing hmm. and you might don't believe me now and we're, just, and we're like yeah I, I don't believe you you just have to learn like and how. so i will teach you I will not teach you how to read the notes because you're not musicians. You don't need it, hmm. but I will teach you to sing. And wow. I'm like, okay. And so mm. one semester he taught us, uh, we were studying, we started in September and we kept going till first Sunday of Advent. Oh my gosh. And that's then, so cool. and for the seminary mass. Yeah. Uh, we were like first and second year seminarians. We were like a choir mm -hmm. and we were singing Gregorian chant. Like in, he was like a, like a give conductor. Me, give me a piece. There was, wow. It was the best experience. Like, give me know, a singing. piece of Gregorian chant. 
No, you know what the green shine is. Come on, but you learned it. No. Why? Like, you know... Don't salut- be embarrassed. You sing in front of the whole Salutaris congregation. Salutaris hostia or like tantum merga mm-hmm. at the adoration. Mm-hmm. That's Gregorian chant. I know what it is. I want to hear you do it. No. Why? Because actually I would need the notes. I'll sing it for you right now. No. If I sing, will you sing? I tantum merga because like you do it at the <laughs> end of the adoration. Huh. Tantum merga. Sure. You know it. No, I don't. Tantum I really ergo? don't. I really Tantum ergo ho sacramentu. Yeah. Anyway. That was good. No. Father Vitold can anyway. sing. What? <laughs> no. And anyway, so he was the first one who really taught me, dude, how to sing. And you don't have to be like pro. You just yeah. Practice makes perfect. That was his point. That's awesome. And yes, not everyone has a voice. True. Uh-huh. And you cannot change it. You can master it, mm-hmm. you know, to up to your limit, whatever it means. But you can still do your best. So I remember when then I was in Orchard Lake, Michigan, studying, you know, at this seminary for priesthood here in, in Denver. We got the, uh, another guy. He was a layman, so not the, the priest. Mm-hmm. He taught us and he was teaching us like how to sing the, like, uh, the, fun, the one you make fun of me. They, they taught us how to do it. And the preface, you know, the one, the dialogue between the, before the preface, when the priest says, "The Lord be with you and with your spirit." Yeah. So this dialogue, and then you have the preface, right? This one yeah. long prayer. So he taught us, you know, the ones, and then I remember for the final we had to learn the part of the exultat, you know, at Easter vigil. You know what exultat is? It is long, like ten minute long prayer. When we come to the church mm-hmm. and the deacon puts the Paschal candle mm-hmm. in the sanctuary mm-hmm. and then usually the cantor goes to the ambo and he starts singing. Hmm. Exulted, la, 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 la. So it's a beautiful, yeah. and we do it in English, but you can do it in Latin, but the melody is the same. But it's a beautiful, like, 10-minute long wow. uh, prayer. I'm learning so much. This you know exalted. Awesome. Okay, you listen. Stop. Listen. Yeah. You have to think about this. My first ever Easter vigil was when I was baptized. Do you think I remember any part of that mass other than like the true gift of baptism that I was receiving? But come no. on, like, exalted. Wait, listen. And me... then and then the second Yeah. The second time was literally just last year. No way. That was my first time ever actually sitting in the pews attending. Yes. What? Yes. I'm coming up on my three years. So this April, yeah. it'll it'll be three years since I was baptized. And I probably will be too distracted working uh-huh. the Easter vigil that I, it'll, you know, it's hard to be in the mass Listen, when you're. So this is actually really good. Just the part <clears throat> of it. Yep, yep, yep. So that's yep. exalted. Okay, I remember that now. And we always sing it's it. It's so beautiful. I mean, the missile yeah. says that the priest should do it. 
But if the priest doesn't have voice, <laughs> they can, even a lay person, so like the musician. Yeah, okay. it's better that. But then the musicians are not priests, so they have to skip specific parts just who are, who are, which are reserved for priests. Ah. Yeah. So then. That's good to know. Yeah. So even which is funny because we do it here at Lourdes, you know. Yeah, Father Brian or Father Sean and me, we, we didn't sing, you know, Exalted even Wait, once. Then the, the the parts that the lay person should skip, do they ever get said? No, because if it's not the priest who sings, then yeah, we skip this part. Oh, does that matter? Why do we skip them? Because it's just like, it's like a priestly prayer. Like priest prays to God hmm. on behalf of people. And so a lay person is not supposed to use them. So we skip them. Huh. Wow. It's like a, like a, I think it's a, don't remember now, but exactly but it's i think it's a part of the like a preface so the lay person still does the dialogue like the lord be with you and with your spirit lift up your heart you know and you go like this and then then it starts the preface mm -hmm. so i think the part of it it's skipped uh, and so that's what it is wow i know i make Shit. fun of you but you actually have a good voice that was fun wow guys Special, special, special. And episode. I, oh, I'm always like when I'm here for the 6 p.m. and like I see Brian whiling <laughs> the pew. I'm like, it's good. I'm I'm doing other yentem. I'm not looking at you. Yeah. But then like like the Sunday, like I didn't see you. I'm like, okay, that's good. No one will, no one will make fun of me singing. The, it's making fun in a good through way. him and with him and in him. La 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 la. la. Anyway. What's the topic? It's good fun though because you're our friend. So you yeah, like, tell me I look terrible when I'm sick. So no one, no one has it's ever told like told me about this. <laughs> like oh that was funny. I'm like no people don't do this with priests. They usually father great homily. Thank you for mass. Have a nice week. La la la. And then it's Brian Riley, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that was sick. <laughs> I'm like okay, thank you. Oh, good heavens. Okay. So our topic for today is, mm -hmm. well, I already said it. It's scrupulosity. So do you have a definition that you can give um, to people? Or do you want to... If you... Yeah, go ahead. Because scrupulosity, mm -hmm. like, of course, in our, in our world, like in the Catholic world, is related to mass uh, confession. But... If you Google it, which I did actually an hour ago, just to see what like Google says. Mm -hmm. So it skips like the religion aspect. Mm -hmm. I mean, not really like Catholic, I would say Catholic. Uh, but it says that it could be defined as, you know, mental disorder, <laughs> AKA religious OCD. There we go. Okay. Do you think that's accurate? Accurate? Uh, yes. Really? Let me quote this because I looked up scrupulosity on the interwebs. <laughs> and it says, this is on national, wait. <laughs> yeah, nationalinstitutesofhealth.gov. And it says, scrupulosity is a psychological disorder primarily characterized by pathological guilt or obsession associated with moral or religious issues that is often accompanied by compulsive moral or religious ob observance and is highly distressing. Yeah. Do you think that's accurate? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. And anyway, I have in my hands the book we use in the seminary. Uh, What's it called? The A Confessor's Handbook. A Confessor's Handbook by Kurt Stasiak. Yeah, Benedictine priest. Nice. Because OSB, it means the Benedictine. Oh. Yeah. And so he, tell us about it. Anyway, that's, that's what we went through. This Not one of the books. <coughs> when I took my confession class, you know, you are a deacon. And just a year, be, you know, a year, a year half of becoming a priest. So they teach you like how to hear confessions. So we went through this book, you know, different cases, you know, you can talk about, I mean, confession service. That's a huge topic, but they teach you even then like a special cases, special people, like how to talk to children, you know, a penitent who is present in body, but absent in spirit. Or like a penitent in need of counseling or psychotherapy. Dang. Or like the penitent returning after a long absence. You know, Father, it's been 20 years. How to start, you know. The penitent who is a brother priest. When you hear, you know, another pr- priest mm-hmm. confession, you know, it's mm-hmm. a different level of confession. Anyway, the part of this chapter in this book is, yeah, the scrupulous penitent. So Father Kurt uh, starts this whole chapter on the scrupulous uh, penitent, he says, Vadino, in the cases that the essential question should be, why is this person here? Hmm. Like, why are you here? Because, you know, confession, sacrament of healing, forgiveness of sins, why are you here? So, let's just say, because I don't think I'm scrupulous, but say I'm a scrupulous penitent, mm-hmm. you're my confessor. You are trying to seek out why I'm here. Yeah. Huh. Can you explain? Further? Why is this person here? Because this is what Father Kurt says. I think this is really <coughs> important. He says, like, in the case of people who are scrupulous, the driving force is likely their fear of condemnation and the fires of hell. Mm. That's why they're there. Both their fear and those fires are fueled by the way they think of God. God is for them more the prosecuting attorney, driven to, you know, put them to, you know, prison, aka hell, rather than the father joyfully welcoming his prodigal child back with a loving embrace. Hmm. So God is just, you know, this like guy who judges you all the time. And of course, they know this. That's the image of God they have. And, you know, now they are so scrupulous, you know, but like whatever I do in life is a sin. Of course, because I've done this, 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 I will go to hell. That's why they usually go to confession pretty frequently because they want to cleanse themselves and just knowing like, yeah, but God forgive me, forgives me every time. But then, you know, like they come back, you know, like at least once a week or even few uh, times a week can i give an example because uh-huh. you know my brain and that's how it works so say okay say the penitent comes into the confessional and confesses that they watched pornography mm-hmm. they're absolved they go home but it's a real issue for them and mm-hmm. that same night they watch pornography again mm-hmm. and then they come in the next day Mm-hmm. Would you say that's scrupulous or would you say that's fair? Like that's a good thing that's, to do. That's fair. Scrupulous people are usually into stuff 
we wouldn't consider sins. Okay, so that's, pornography that you wouldn't that's be serious. That is a serious sin. But okay. like you know something I don't know. Like, okay, well, so so lying. What if someone's a like compulsive liar? They come in, they confess lying to mm-hmm. their mom and dad, though it did not actually affect the livelihoods of their parents. And then they come in the very next day and they're like, I, I lied again to my parents. Would that be a scrupulous person? No, because again, lying is is bigger than usually what these people deal with. Like scrupulosity is about like small stuff, really. Can really. you give Sometimes me an Sometimes not even like important. Most of the time like venial sins, not even mortal sins. Mm, so okay. I would say like, Let's say that someone comes and says to me, Father, you know, yesterday when I was doing dishes, you know, at the house, I was not really like intentional about doing the dishes like really carefully. And so one one of the plates was not done properly. (sighs) So, oh, really? So that's what would they say? Oh, that's not good. And for them, that's the mortal sin. Wow. Okay. So that's like, you know, they are like, okay. And God will send me to hell because of this. Okay. So if they are not perfect, they're like, it's, they like truly achieve to be perfect. Any mistake, any any tiny sin is, uh, you know, but even uh, a venial sin most of the time, it's like, yeah, it's, uh, I have to go to confession, you know, like today. Okay. Okay. So that, that would be like an example. But, you know, Father Father Kurt, you know, he just gives like two pages here on, on them. But he says actually, because that's the book for the priest. So he explains, you know, some suggestions uh, to keep in mind when ministering the sacrament to people suffering from scrupulosity. So the very first one is actually interesting. Do not argue with them. Mm. Do not criticize the way they go to confession. Mm. We are not going to win and more to the point, neither will they. Mm. criticizing their scrupulosity will likely either give them more matter for their examination of conscience and the next confession they will think that now they are not even doing that right or it will add yet another element of fear into their lives wow wow so this is like if you are a scrupulous person this is actually like a mental psychological thing and what's funny you know i've heard many confessions and i had people who who would say me like father i'm scrupulous that's how I would start the, the confession. And they, they would give me like the kind of one of the example I give you right now with uh-huh, two dishes, uh-huh. this kind of list of sins. Dang. And usually the list is long. It's pretty long, like at least 10, well, 10 plus yeah. sins. But <laughs> this kind of like, you know, stuff like that, that's kind of level, you know, you wouldn't consider like that's even an issue for you. Like, oh yeah, I didn't do dishes for like, really well like mm-hmm. i did it but like yeah whatever mm-hmm. so that would be the uh you know the sin for them not for us and like that's what father says yeah do not argue with them do not criticize the way they go so yeah you go to confession and yeah as i said many people actually told me at the beginning yeah father i'm scrupulous oh i struggle with scrupulosity like they know it's not okay and what they're gonna say like the the sins mm-hmm. Uh, they shouldn't be even considered sins, but they think they are. And so they let the, the priest know, like, yeah, I'm I'm struggling with this. I have a question for you. Uh-huh. If someone comes in, states they're, they're, they are a scrupulous person, and then they confess these 
I didn't do the dishes properly. Um, I ripped the toilet paper <laughs> wrong. I don't know. Yeah, but stuff but, like that. Yes, yeah. but mm-hmm. listen. What? If they, if they confess that, can you, can you deny a absolution? No, 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 no. Why? Absolution is only denied when the the penitent like doesn't seem to be sorry. Well, but I'm confused because like these aren't sins. So why would you absolve them of non-sins? Sometimes when when it happens, uh, I mean, out of like like stuff like that, they would give you like mortal sin. That would be on the list. Okay. Okay. So uh, you need at least one or even well, a yeah. venial sin, like sin, sin. Yeah. Like, again, yeah, not doing dishes properly, you know, like, because, you know, father, I let them soak for two hours mm. and like that mm-hmm. was too long. Mm-hmm. That's sin for them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, okay. that's, that's, that's usually the level of, of sins you, you get from them. But, you know, you, you get some serious ones like, yeah, mortal sins. Yeah. So you never know, but that's, yeah, what Father Kurt says, he didn't argue with them. And I think there is another point. He says, if we are asked whether a particular action is a sin, like they ask me the question, sometimes they, they, they want to know. Mm-hmm. So they will be like, Father, you know, like I, with the dishes, you know, like Father, you know, I did like the, you know, 10, 10 plates, uh, you know, yesterday while I was doing dishes. And so I did the nine properly and the, the 10th one, not so much, you know. Uh, is it a sin, Father? They, would, they will ask you, you know. Huh. And so Father Kurt says, you know, if we are asked whether a particular action is a sin, we should answer the question as directly and simply as possible. Many of us have been trained to respond to the question, Father, is this a sin? By discussing it with the person rather than by simply answering yes or no. But with them, you have to say yes or no. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because if you go into like discussion, it doesn't really tell them much so you have to you have to be yes or no so idea uh, is that we are encouraging our parishioner to assess her life his life as he she knows and lives it and thereby helping her develop an adult responsibility informing her conscience and her response to god's grace dang yeah, if a scrupulous person asks if this is a sin and if it is not, we should say it is not. Yeah, right. So you should be honest with them if they ask. Yeah. So can scrupulosity be something on the opposite end? So someone says, oh, I didn't clean the ninth dish correctly. That's scrupulous. Could someone be scrupulous in the way of like, oh, I haven't been to mass in like, 10 years but it's fine i'm still a good catholic and i'm still a practicing catholic what that's not scrupulosity what is that that's not practicing your faith yes i know that but like can do you know what i'm trying no, to ask no scrupulous though? person sees everything as a sin every mistake okay. is a sin okay and then your example is like this guy doesn't care so it's like well it's not even my example it's more like so there's two ends of the spectrum oh yeah both Here's, are wrong yeah right scrupulosity washing dishes yada yada Uh that's scrupulous can there be something on the opposite end that's like i don't know like you you just said like well it doesn't matter my example but i'm just trying to ask this question in a proper way 
Does that make sense? The line? Mm-hmm. I'm like hand gesturing. There's a line. Here's the <laughs> scrupulous person. Yeah. Is there anything that's... Like scru- you, is scrupulous there, well, person, listen, yes. Listen, is there anything scrupulous on this end? So here's the dishwashing yeah, yeah, yeah. person. Yeah, yeah, Can there be a person over I, here? I don't, I don't know. Maybe there is a term for this people. I would, you know, but, people who like... Like, I think we call them... Oh, actually, we call them like cafeteria Catholics. You know, well, they yeah. choose what they want. Yeah, we've talked about that. And they think it's fine. Yeah. So that would be like the opposite. Okay. To like being But you would not call them scrupulous. No, because scrupulous is like everything is a sin. Okay. Every mistake. Do you think it's scrupulous? So if I'm not excited to go to mass one Sunday, should I go confess that? No. If I'm like truly dreading that, going to mass. If you confess, Father, I went to mass last Sunday, but I was not excited about it. Well, what if I was like... That's, that's scrupulosity. Okay, right. What if I was dreading going to mass, but I still went to mass? Is that scrupulous? If I were to confess that? Yeah, I mean, that that's another... It, then it's another issue because, you know, going to mass should be like, yeah, I want to go. Right. Not like, oh, I have to, but yeah. at least you have to go. Okay. I mean, if you went, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Even if it's like, yeah, feelings, emotions were not there. But there's something like deeper there if you're like, ugh, I'm not excited. Yeah, some people, most, I mean, most, a lot of Catholics are like, yeah, it's Sunday. I know I have to. I don't want to. I have better stuff to do. So that's a good, that's a sign for you. Like, yeah, something is going on with your faith and relationship with Christ. Mm. Mm. You know, it's a red red flag. Boom. It's like, you know, like, oh, you're not engaged. And like, you know. I am engaged. You are. What are you saying? No, you are engaged. I am engaged. Yes. Yeah. We get married in 67 days. Whoop, whoop. Whoa. And who is counting? Anyway. I have a counter on my phone. I know. Okay, go ahead. But just imagine, like, yes, 67 days uh-huh. till your wedding. And let's say, yeah, 67 days. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's a red flag. So, if you're yeah, not like, excited. That's not okay. Yeah. Or like, you know, if you date someone. Yeah. Oh, I have to go on a date with this girl. Like, ugh. Mm, mm-hmm. like really? That's like, if you love someone, like, you want to do it. Yeah. So that's like, we've got, it's sun- church on Sunday. I don't want to go. So it's like something is not going well. Yeah. So anyway, that's like, it's you know, a red different. Flag. But this, here is the last one that Father Kurt says about them. You know, at the end of the confession, you have to give a penance. Uh-huh. So like they have to do something. Here's what he says. Assign a penance that is as simple and as precisely defined as possible. A- so as simple and as what? Precisely defined precisely defined yeah so like huh. he says like you can you can tell them do some act of charity for your spouse or spend a few minutes in prayer maybe in an effective penance for some but for the scrupulous person may later wonder if the act he has in mind is enough or how long it should last or whether he needs to do it once or often or what happens to his confession if he doesn't do it right and exactly how many minutes in prayer was that father? Like they want, they have to give them like really precise answers. So, huh. if he returns to us for another confession, we may not remember the penance we assigned, but he will, right? For likely, his mishandling, mishandling of his penance will be another sin he will want to confess. So with these people, you have to be really simple and really precise. So like. 
say one Hail Mary. Boom, done. Yeah. You know, like you cannot be like, do something good for your neighbor. Uh, it's like, like, what do, what should I do? And then I'll, whatever they do, oh, they, they think would, that was not enough. Yeah. So ooh, the point is like, ooh, give ooh, them ooh. something precise. Okay, that makes sense. I like the the example. On and that. like you know, like last last uh, RCA class, like when I was doing the mock confession for the Sean. Yes, I that said was that fun. It should be doable within like this day uh-huh. before you go to bed. Uh-huh. Not like, oh, it lasts till tomorrow. Like, right. You know, I cannot give you like, I want you, like I use this example, I want you to well, go back up. So he's talking about like if a, a, a priest gives you a penance, that penance should be doable within that same day. Mm-hmm. Go on. Yes. Oh, like I use this example, like as your penance, I want you to go to the Holy Land. Yeah. For a pilgrimage. Yeah. Like not no, possible. That's not going to happen today. Yeah. You know, but like, you know, and then you cannot, like Father Sean said, of course, you know, like you cannot do, cannot assign the penance that would kind of reveal the sins this person committed, right? You know, if someone confesses, I've stolen X amount of money, Mm -hmm. I cannot tell him or her like, yeah, I want you to give that money back to this person because that's, the person will be like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I stole it from you. Like, really? Or like with marriage, actually, yeah, it's imp- it's kind of I learned at the seminary. If let's say a guy comes to me and says like, "Father, I cheated on my wife," mm. and as your parents, I want you to tell her mm-hmm. that's not a great idea because it might lead to the divorce. Mm-hmm. So actually, the priest shouldn't tell him to do it. But they can suggest, so they can be like, "For your penance, blah blah blah." Yeah, that is your penance. However, I do suggest you go do this yeah it's not your penance so usually it's advice priestly advice yeah i've gotten that in the confessional before i've gotten priestly advice yeah and i had to like he said it so close to my penance i was like wait is this my penance and he goes no 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 no. that's just advice that's That's what i do i do most of the time i give an advice and then he's i say and as your penance i want you to to, you make it very distinct what's advice versus so that's what i use yeah i do with people i tell them you know what i would this is what i would do if i were you i would i would suggest it's your choice but as your penance i want you to pray one hail mary Mm. you know and usually i'm kind of easy priest with penance i don't want to give people like you know a lot of yeah you're too easy yeah maybe i should kind of anyway so (laughs) it's kind of funny when you get someone who's like bless me father if i had said it's been 10 years so they go like through the long list Uh and then i you know talk to them and at the end i said okay i want you to pray just once uh, the our father and i i got this actually many many times people like that's it Which Whoa. I love that. I'm like, it's like, and I, and I, and I usually grace. say, yep, God loves you. It's not at all like, you know, torturing you. It's yeah. like, wow, okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it happened many times. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, that's usually what it is. You know, for these people, it's, it's, it's always about, you know, everything I do, every mistake is a sin. And yeah. then I have to go to confession ASAP because if I don't, I go to hell. And that's kind of like that's I was. I would. So I would say it's, it's it's psychological disorder. It is. Yeah, that's actually. Now that you've explained it better, it is. It's definitely a psychological disorder. That would be so hard. It that is. would be so hard to live with. Ugh. I, on the other hand, know I'm perfect, so I never go to confession. 
Yeah, I never. I'm, I'm not scrupulous. <laughs> I I never. You I'm know. just kidding. Sometimes you I know. I don't even think you listen to me half the times because I make jokes and you don't laugh at all. What? I just said, I on the other hand am so perfect that I <sighs> never have to go to confession. And you said nothing. Well, our lady was perfect, like no sin at all. Yeah, I know that's nuts. The and only guess the, what? She probably still went to confession once. Yeah, year. that's a good question. Oh, did I Mary did Mary go to confession? I guarantee you, she did. I guarantee you, she's like to yeah. She is the holy mother. Yes, I. That's actually the good question. I never thought about this. You didn't? I have. I bet she did. She yes, I bet she's confessed venial sins. Wait. No. No, no sin. Oh, she is without sin. Yeah. <gasps> like, what would she... Whoa. Can we get Father John Neffel on this podcast? If, if he's Mary, a, if he's Mary a Mariologist. Went, I'm going to yeah, ask him Yeah, if Mary this. went to confession, oh, she would be scrupulous. Because <laughs> that's yeah. like... Talking about stuff are rather not sins. So are you saying if you're scrupulous, you're going to become a saint? Look, <laughs> listen. Kidding. Listen, like, Mary, because, you know, with the Feast of Presentation last week... Uh-huh. she brought Jesus when he was 40 days old to the temple and sh- the law was like 40 Four days days old 40 40, oh, 40 days Four okay yeah. I heard that wrong so ex- that was the law 40 days after the birth of the son the woman you know with the husband she needs to come to the temple to offer the firstborn son to God mm-hmm. and cleanse herself from uh, childbirth you know, because the blood was lost. Mm-hmm. And technically she didn't have to do it because she was without sin and she still did. This is blowing my mind right now. This is so crazy. So you have Mary who follows the rules and she doesn't have to and she still does. Ah. Oh. God bless our About the question mother. with confession. God I mean, bless our blessed mother. She is seriously, <laughs> she is seriously so good. Is that weird to say? God bless blessed mother. God bless our blessed mother. God bless you. I love Mary. I love thinking about her. I'm actually about. And to you know, start this reading. coming Sunday, our feast day, Our Lady of Lords. Our Lords. Lady of Lords. She told the uh, Saint Bernard, that "I am the Immaculate Conception." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So look, I'm without sin. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, scrupulous people many struggle with this and oh. but like Father Kurt says yeah don't criticize them you know give them really precise penance that's it because like my job as a priest do you think other priests are listening to this podcast you're you're giving advice like other priests are actually listening <laughs> oh yeah that's for the priest <laughs> you were literally going on a spiel of advice because that's like, I doubt yeah i'm sorry because that's priest. the book for the priest yeah <laughs> handbook of confession anyway but that's what it is and uh, people struggle on. with it yeah love True. all those people Dang, uh, god loves so them hard. the point here is really to to get to put in your heart you know like god loves me it's he's, he's not this like father says here this attorney who just wants to get you yeah and yeah i think the story of the prodigal son is the one they should kind of read a lot the story of the prodigal son yeah the which is the gospel of saint luke yeah oh okay that one read that guys you know this yes yeah so the younger son right you know this comes back after some time being away yes and what does uh, the father do 
He throws a big old party yeah, for but, him. Yeah, but, but before the party. But no, the younger son comes back, right? He yes. has like the speech he, that he gives to his father. Father, I'm so sorry, you know, like, you know, I've, com I've committed a sin against you. I'm not worthy to be called your son. Make me one of your servants. And what does the father do? He praises him. No, he says nothing. He just embraces him. Oh, kisses him, Aww. gives him the new rope, new sandals, new ring, which means restores his dignity. Mm. And then he's like, yeah, let's have a party because my son was dead. Yep. And now, now he is back. Alive. Yep. So that's the, that's our God. It's not like the one who, who, you know, like, oh, well, you're a terrible person because you didn't do like dishes properly. I'm like, really? Yeah. Anyway, so all right, that's not to make fun though, because scrupulosity is a terrible thing to live with. So if you're living with that, we are sorry, and we aren't trying still to go to from. confession. Yeah, that, that needs to happen. Yeah, it helps. And if you ever get yelled at or feel judged by the priest in the confessional, walk out. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Someone, someone was listening to Father Sean. I Father Brian <laughs> told me that two and a okay. half years ago, and I was like, "Thank God you told me because I will." Like I not okay. Also, I have permission by the priest, and I will come running to one of you three. Another uh, priest. I do have some shout out. I just actually just one. What? Uh, huge thank you to like everyone who attended mm -hmm. our gala. Oh. It was a huge success. It was. A huge success. It was incredible. It was amazing. And it was huge. It was huge. <laughs> and people were amazing. And I think, yeah, you should come next year and see how it works. MCing was perfect. Archbishop oh, even came. Oh, you're not going to MC next year. That's so yeah. sad. I, I want to come actually and just sit. Will you attend with us? Like, I will pay for a ticket and yeah. just sit. Oh. Like, I would That's be nice. Just awesome. just come to Gala. Oh, you absolutely are. Be a guest. I could for like once. donate to the school. Oh heck yeah. Okay, ten k, ten k for the school. Okay. Can I do ten k? Yeah, I mean, the gala was awesome. A huge success. A lot of fun. Yeah. Anyways, thanks mm -hmm. for listening, guys.